brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Good morning everyone and welcome to finals day for the third round of the 2020 Rotax Max Euro Trophy season taking place here at Adria Karting Raceway in Italy. And also a warm welcome to those that may be listening at home. 
Uh, obviously, with no live stream this weekend uh, in Sound Vision, we thought we'd bring the audio to you. So it is Alex Goldschmidt up in the commentary tower here overlooking the main start finish straight. 115 competitors from 23 different nationalities covering six different Rotax powered classes. Going to battle over the next 10 races, which will take us through to around about half past three, uh, half past two this afternoon. Uh, we hope you all have had an extra additional hour in, uh, in bed uh, as a result of uh, the clocks going back last night. But we are shortly about to get underway in about three minutes time with our first of 10 races. Micromax will be up first. 13 different competitors and after the ranking following the three heats yesterday, from the Netherlands, Mies Hoeven led the standings, having a clean sweep of three victories throughout proceedings. Luka Malbasa in the 88, representing Serbia, rounds out the top two on seven points after uh, the ranking on the heat. So the less points you have, the higher up the order you will be at the rankings for the intermediate classification. Majus Mazinas in the 71 was third, representing Lithuania, followed by Tom Papenberg from the Netherlands in the number 48, with Aynes uh, Vibrantis from Lithuania in fifth. Austria's Drago Savisul-Kultai, with Slovakia's Jakub Gasparovic rounding out the top seven positions, followed by Jake Menton from the Netherlands. Switzerland's Paul Schoen, Serbia's David Matlak, Ivan Simeonova from Austria, Uros Bogdanic from Serbia, and Branislav Rentka from Slovakia. So over the course of the day itself, the respective finals for Micro Max, Mini Max and Junior Max will take place over 11 minutes plus an additional lap. When it then comes to Senior Rotax and also DD2 and DD2 Masters, they will be racing for 14 minutes plus an additional lap. Top 15 scoring points in each final. The Micromax and Minimax ranks have an opportunity this weekend that if they are the winner in the respective classes, they will receive a ticket for the International Trophy at Quality Mile between December 8th and 13th this year. rather interesting. The weather has been quite varied to say the very least uh, all week long with a lot of low-lying fog most predominantly on Wednesday when uh, it was around about two o'clock in the afternoon that the fog started to lift. There is still some low-lying fog but the sunshine is beating down on the circuit here. 1,302 metres and we are quite literally adjacent to the International Raceway which in around four weeks' time will host the World Touring Car Cup uh, season finale. And in the background, uh, not too far off of our position, uh, there are some drift cars uh, going completely sideways, so there might be a bit of ambient noise provided by those, uh, those engines and those tyres screeching and bringing up a lot of smoke. However, we are seconds away from our first of two Micro Max finals here in Italy. So now the green flag waves for the first time here on finals day, and this is your starting order. So Mies Hoeven from the Netherlands in the 28 will start on pole position.
alongside will be the 88 of Luca Malbasa. Majus Mazinas in the 71 and Tom Pappenberg in the 48 round out the top two rows ahead of uh, Anis Vibrantis and Dragos Avisil Kultai running in the numbers 53 and 33 respectively. Jakub Kasparovic in the 91 and Jake Menton in the 31 complete the top four rows. And rounding out the top 10 will be Paul Schoen in the 55 and David Matlack in the 77. Ivan Simeonova in the 27 will complete the top 11 positions on the grid and it's rounded off by the number 81 of Uros Bogdanic and the 45 of Branislav Rentka. 13 drivers from six different nations now about to go on to the formation lap ahead of racing. some sunshine break through the low-lying fog quite early this morning I think the earliest uh, for the, this week in fact before the fog started to come back and surround the circuit however it is very very clear indeed as now the drivers start to get into formation so 11 minutes on the clock plus one additional lap of racing So it will be Huben, Malbasa, Mazinas, Papenberg, Vibriantis, Avisil Kultai, Gasparovic, Menten, Schoen, Matlak, Simeonova, Bogdanic, and Rentka. That is your 13 strong grid here in the youngest of the six Rotax racing classes. And it was a class that was introduced back in late February, when the Winter Cup took place at Cartin Campios in the Andalusian region of southern Spain. They come through the left-hander at turn eight, nice and tightly packed, and they are hoping for a clean start first time around. We did have two or three full starts yesterday, but this is where the hard work really begins. This is where those that will fight for the ticket for the International Trophy will show their true colours and shine above all others. So the Micro Max Field makes its way through the final corner. They will now start to split, head into the tram lines. They push the accelerators to the floor. It is lights out. We are off and racing for the first time here on finals day. And Mies Huben gets the advantage. Going into turn one for the first time. Looks like uh, Mazinas and Vibrantis trying to get past Malbasa, but Malbasa already down into third through the opening exchange. Vibriantis is in fourth. Looks like Mazinas in the 71 up to second. Vibriantis looking up the inside for third through the turn four hairpin. But this particular occasion, Pappenberg decides to stick the nose in and loses out, going to the right-hander at turn five as it's three abreast going into turn six, and Pappenberg was in the middle of all of that, and Abyssal Kultai looked to be towards the inside. So all drivers, as it looks like there has been a change for eighth position, and make that ninth, as now Jake Menton in the 31 from the Netherlands goes up into ninth place. 
Looks like we are going to have a start line infringement penalty. As now it's a four-way scrap for the lead. Oh my goodness, down into turn two they go. Hooban still holds on to the lead for the moment. And it looks like Malbasa was back up into second. Now it's uh, Vibriantis' turn to go second. And then Mazinas, not too far behind. So Simeonova remains in 10th position as all. Bit of a moment there, and that is for Vibriantis in the 53. Has dropped outside of the top eight. So when they crossed the line last time, it was Mitsubin leading. Mazinas, Malbasa, Vibriantis, Papenburg, Gasparovic, Avisil Kultai. But the order is still changing. And that was for the top six positions. Mitsubin in the number 28, looking to pull away early. As a, a three-second penalty has been handed to Branislav Rentka, fourth two wheels out of the tram lines, as Mies Huben now has an extensive lead over what was Mazinas, but now Malbasa gets past, coming out of turn one, and then Pappenberg in the 48, looking to go up the inside of Mazinas, makes the move through the left-hander at turn three, nice and easy, does the 48. And Paul Schoen looks to have moved up the order in the process. Up to fifth goes the Swiss driver, Avisil Kultai. Battling away with Jakub Gasparovic. Going through turns four and into five. Jake Menton has Vibriantis on the back bumper at the minute. And they are battling over what is effectively eighth position. And at the back of the field, Simeonova leading Bogdanic and Rentka. With Rentka having a three-second post-race pe time penalty being added. Just over eight minutes remain. Mies Huber continues to lead. But the gap looks to be closed and it's nearly halved by Luca Malbasa as Tom Pappenberg in the number 48 who rounds out the top three sets the fastest lap time of the race so far at 57.648 second lap time for the young Dutchman. And he goes up the inside of Malbasa nice and cleanly. But then Malbasa gives the 48 from the Netherlands a little tag from behind heading into the turn four left-hand hairpin. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Wings as it's a three-way scrap a little bit further back between Gasparovic, Avicil Kultai and Vibriantis and it looks like the 53 has made good the intentions to get the advantage going through into turn six, makes the move through now into seven and it's a five-way scrap because just behind they've got Jake Menton and uh, David Matlack in the 77 as there looks to be a change maybe Bogdanish has gone up the inside of Simeonova but those two were side-by-side side going in through to the left-hand kick 
Evans. Now Pappenberg right on the back bumper of Mishoven looks towards the inside of turn two to take the lead and gets through by a whisker. Nicely done by Pappenberg in the 48. Malbasa from Serbia looking to try and get up the inside of the number 28 of Mishoven through the left hander at turn three. But there was no room there for the Serbian to get through. Mazinas from Lithuania. And Schoen from Switzerland make it a five-way scrap for the lead here in final number one. Pappenberg leads it ahead of Huben. Malbasa, Mazinas and Schoen. And just behind Vibriantis leading the other train behind, which has Gasparovic, Avisil Kultai, Jake Menton and David Matlak with Ivon Simeonova leading the three-way scrap going into turn nine for 11th, 12th and 13th respectively. Just under six minutes and ten seconds still to go. And it looks to be changing once again. Malbasa really trying to go up the inside of Mizu, but he keeps it planted round the outside of turn two. And the youngster in the number 28 still holds on for second at the moment. Mazinas and Schoen waiting to see what unfolds in front as they go through the left-hand hairpin at turn four. And when they crossed the line last time, the top five were covered by just over four tenths of a second. Vibriantis and Menton now round out the top seven. Respectively in the numbers 53 and 31. We've gone over half time on the total time lapse in this race. So just over five minutes and 10 seconds remain plus an additional lap. Pappenberg still leads. Huben holding on to second for the moment. But who's going to make the next move? None of them in the top five are making that chance or taking that chance thereof as Mazinas quickly looks up the inside of Malbasa who now looks to go up the inside of Mies Huben through turn four. As the Dutch driver runs a little bit wide, that loses him a bit of momentum, and that could have allowed Mazinas to get through on the inside of turn five. So Malbasa now up into second ahead of Mies Huben. Pappenberg trying to get away. And Simeonova fending off Bogdanic quite nobly there through turn five and takes the tight defensive line through six. So Pappenberg leads. From Malbasa, Huben, Mazinas, and Schoen. That's the top five positions. As Malbasa takes a wider line going into turn one, but that opens the door quickly for Mies Huben. Back up the inside of the Serbian goes to number 28 to retake second. As now Mazinas up the inside of Malbasa through turn number three to now get third. Vibriantis still rounding out the top six positions, but it's way too far adrift and is being followed by Gasparovic, Menton, Matlak, and Avisil Kultai, who is now dropped down to 10th place. This is nearly side by side but through into turn five between Bogdanic and Rentka, with Simeonova still holding on to 11th position. Just under three and a half minutes remaining, plus one additional lap. And Pappenberg looks to have started to stride away. The gap between Pappenberg and Malbasa last time was 62,000. So it looks to be a bit more between Pappenberg and Huben. And the gap has now extended to just over two tenths. 
As now Paul Schoen looks to stick the nose in up the inside of Malbasa going into turn one. The Swiss driver not able to make it through. Mazinas in the meantime also looked up the inside of Mieshoven through turn number one and then into turn two. So it looks like we might have another uh, notice board being shown to the competitors whether a penalty is, we're going to have a number 20, so the number 27 of Ivan Simeonova looks to be getting the black and white warning flag. And Simeonova now down in what is 12th position. As Mies Huben in the meantime has retaken the lead in the number 28, but Papenberg right on the back bumper through the left hand kink that brings them into the final corner. Lap nine completed. As now Mazinas trying to go up the inside. Oh, tangles with Papenberg, spins the number 48 around, and Papenberg now drops all the way down to 10th position as a result of that clash. And that has allowed Mies Hoopen to scamper away into the distance. So Mazinas went for the move, caught the right hand rear of uh, Papenberg, which sent the Dutch driver spinning. That was on the beginning of lap number 10. So a real drama there for Tom Pappenberg, who has looked pretty impressive and very consistent despite a couple of uh, minor issues for the 48. Who will now start moving forward and looking to close up on the likes of Drago Savisul-Kutai, who is just up the road in ninth position with David Matlack in, in eighth, Jake Menton in seventh position. Just under. A minute and 20 to go, plus an additional lap. And this time, Albasa trying to go up the inside through past Mazinas and gets past the Lithuanian before they even hit the apex of turn two. So the 88 now up into second position. Paul Schoen from Switzerland at 55 now has uh, Anis Vibrantis from Lithuania closing down. This is a four-way scrap a little bit further down as... Uh, Seems like Drago Savisilkultai trying to get past David Matlack through turn four. Tom Papenberg has closed back up onto them, but it's still quite a distance away. So Mies Huben comes through the right-hander at turn number nine. And will probably cross the line with about 20 plus seconds to go. As Marbasa and Mazinas coming through turn 10 for the point of the penultimate time. So Huben has a one, nearly a 1.1 second lead as Marbasa keeps it planted in front of Mazinas for second position. Paul Schoen still in fourth. Vibriantis in fifth place. Jake Menton now up into sixth. So the next time round, Mies Huben will see the final lap board first. As Mazinas still trying to close on Malbasa in the meantime. The Perilide is going through the right-hander at turn nine. Up towards the left-hand kick they go, Mies Huben will have just over 1,300 metres to negotiate. Three wins in the heats yesterday, and the number 28 from the Netherlands leads the field over the, over the finish line to go on to the last lap of the race. Malbasa in the meantime has absolutely truncated that gap to about four tenths and meant to be a bit closer to Hooven on that particular occasion. 
Paul Schoen has now Mazinas trying to go up the inside against Marcel Massa. Through the left hand, a return four. Schoen looking to the left hand, to the right, on the number 88 from Serbia. But no room there for the Swiss driver to get past. And Schoen actually last time around set the fastest lap of anybody at 57.316 second lap time here at Andrea Karting Raceway. Just a couple more corners to negotiate. The chequered flag now being prepared. Around the final corner. Three, week, three wins yesterday. Final number one provisionally goes to Mies Hoeven from the Netherlands in the 28. Majus Mazinas will take second. Luca Malbasa in third ahead of Paul Schoen. And Anis Vibrantis rounding out the top five places. Jake Menson takes sixth ahead of Jakub Gasparovic. David Matlack in eighth in the number 77. Drago Savisil Kultai in ninth from Austria. And after that incident that involved both uh, Mazinas and Tom Pappenberg, Tom Pappenberg effectively takes 10th position in the 48. Uros Bogdanic in the 81 takes 11th ahead of Austria's Imon Simeonova in the 27. With Branislav Rentka in the 45, completing the 13-strong grid. So in just under three minutes' time, we will get underway with our first of two Minimax finals here at Adria. Again, this class, the weekend winner will receive an international trophy ticket for Portimao between the 8th and the 13th of December. The ranking after the three heats yesterday, it was a clean sweep for Belgium's Matej Radenkovic in the 196. Closely followed, just nine points adrift in the rankings, by Stout from Belgium in the 143. Slovenia's Vidmar Aljaz in the 126 completed the top three, and it was a bit of a it was a bit of a drama for uh, Rino Franco in the 111, who had a sudden technical drama off of turn two in the last heat yesterday, whilst battling within the top three. So Franco will start in uh, fourth position. Velko Vranic from Serbia in the 195 rounds out the top five positions on 16 points after the heats rankings with Nick Trobek from Slovenia in the 118, taking sixth. Thiemann Huben, who had uh, not exactly the, uh, the greatest day in the office, the 105 from the Netherlands, took a total of 21 points following the heats rankings in seventh, ahead of Nemanja Jorvanovic from Serbia in the 114, and Italy's Lorenzo Lanzara in the 117, rounding out the nine drivers that competed yesterday. They are from five different nationalities in the Minimax class. So once again, they will have 11 minutes plus an additional lap of racing. And we have just under 60 seconds to go until they go racing this time around. Once again... 
So 45 seconds to go until they get released from the pre-grid. results that will be called by myself up here in the commentary box are provisional until the conclusion of any sporting and technical matters. So for those uh, wondering at home you can go to the official Rotax Max Euro Trophy Facebook page to have a look at the results which have been posted every single morning uh, and the digital uh, notice board will be able to provide you with the relevant results accordingly. As to the results of the heats yesterday, all practice sessions, qualifying and non-qualifying practice, but we are glad that we are able to provide something for you all at home. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. So the green flag waves for the first Minimax final of the day. And here is your starting order as they make their way out onto the 1,302 metre circuit here at Adria Karting Raceway. On pole position will be Belgium's Matej Radenkovic in the 196. Karol Stout will be alongside Radenkovic's countryman from Belgium in the 143. That's the front row. Row number two will comprise of Vidmar Aljaz in the 126 representing Slovenia. And he will be joined by Rino Fernand Franco from the Netherlands in the 111. The 195, Velko Vranic, who was fastest in qualifying practice on Friday afternoon, will start on the inside of row number three and will be jo joined by the 118. Of Slovenia's Nick Trobek. Thiemann Hoeven from the Netherlands in the 105 will start 7th, ahead of Serbia's Nemanja Jovanovic in the 114, with Lorenzo Lanzara in the 117, representing this very country. Italy will start in 9th position. Air temperature at the moment currently 15 degrees Celsius, and it looks to be getting even warmer a little bit later on. We've had temperatures anywhere between 15 to 19 to maybe even 20 uh, degrees Celsius 
here in Italy as now the drivers get into formation. So it will be down to Matej Radenkovic and Karol Stout, the two Belgians on the front row, to get things underway. They come through the right-hander at turn nine and then make their way slowly towards the start phase. 11 minutes on the clock, plus an additional lap. Red lights are now ignited on the starting entry. The Minimax field makes its way round the final corner. They start to split. They now go into the tram lines. Accelerators press hard to the floor. First full start of the day called. So race director, not 100% happy about that one. So now we have to go on to another formation lap. So the drivers will have to reset and go back into the way that they will individually each prepare to go racing. Accelerators press hard to the floor. This time it is lights out. They are off and racing. And Radenkovic sweeps across the front uh, nose of uh, Karol Stout as they head through turns one and into two for the first time. Looks like Lanzada has got past Thiemann Huben for eighth place as they head through turn two. Now into the left at three. Rino Fono Franco now up into third place as Karol Stout going up the inside. On Mateo Radenkovic through turn four. Well, there's a bit of a tussle between the trio at the front. Radenkovic ever has, a, I think, looked to have the slightest touch on the rear bumper of Stout as a result of Franco's uh, exuberance there, trying to go into the uh, left-hand head in turn four. The entire field now pretty much on the same bit of tarmac as they head through. Turns eight, now into the right at nine. Stout leads the way. Radenkovic and Franco. Round out the top three. They're going to come across the line and complete lap number one. As now, Franco in the slipstream. Radenkovic looking to go back up the inside to retake the lead through turn two. And with him, does he go through? Yes, Rino Fano Franco manages to make sure that he gets through past Carol Stout. So within a couple of corners, Carol Stout drops from first to third. But then retaliates up the inside of turn four on the 111 from the Netherlands. The pair nearly side by side going through into the right-hander at turn five. But Franco gets the advantage. But then Stout retaliates up the inside of turn six. They are giving each other racing room. Franco back up the inside through turn seven. Stout will now have the run on the Dutch driver through into turn eight. 
Tronco back up the inside once again through nine, but Stout trying to go side by side through the left kick. Loses that a little bit there, but Vidmar Aljaz waiting in the wings just behind in fourth place, but this is allowing Radenkovic to get away, and the gap now between first and second is over nine cents. Stout now retaliates back up the inside of Franco, going into turn two, the Belgian makes the move up the inside in the 143 and gets through for the minute. Gets the inside line in four, turn three, as Aljaz now going up the inside, trying to get through, can't get past, but then the 118 of Nick Trobek trying to go up the, the inside of the Slovenian and gets up into fourth place. Thiemann Hoopman trying to get past uh, Velkov Ravic for uh, what is effectively seventh position. So that means Jovanovic is up into sixth place. But Radenkovic now starting to build a gap and a slight advantage over the remainder of the field. Eight of, uh, eight of them in total. So Radenkovic will lead the field across the start finish line to complete lap number three. Just under 8 minutes and 15 still to go, plus an additional lap. Franco trying to get closer and closer to Karol Stout. As it looks like, uh, well, Nick Trobek and Vidman Aljans are trying to trade places. Going through turns 1 and 2, Stamkos defensive into turn 3. Does not allow Franco to get past. Franco looks to the right-hand side to get the uh, momentum swing through into the turn 4 left-hand hairpin. But Karol Stout knew that was coming. The entire field covered by three seconds at the end of just three laps as we are now on lap number four as Vidmar Aljaz and Nick Trobek uh, look to have slightly tussled there between turns five and six. But all nine drivers still circulating and the finals have gotten even closer than what we saw in the heats yesterday. Radenkovic still continues to lead after lap number four. And his lead is nearly one and a half seconds back to Karol Stout. Vidmar Aljans now trying to go back up the inside of Nick Trobek. They nearly touch again. And that is allowing Nemanja Jovanovic to get through or get closer to them. As now Trobek up into third place. Aljans responds up the inside through turn four. That nearly opens the door once again as Thiemann Hoopman sweeps up the inside of Velko Vranic for seventh position. Through turn four. So what now needs to happen with just under six minutes and 40 seconds on the clock remaining, plus an additional lap. I know you don't really want, uh, a driver won't normally think this, to work together with another driver and try to catch the one in front. And that's effectively what Stout and Franco have got to do to try and better Radenkovic. Radenkovic took all three race victories yesterday the gap now is just over one and a half seconds as Vidmar Aljans looking to go up the inside of Nick Trobek with Jovanovic and now Thiemann Huben has really got a good turn of pace. The number 105 from the Netherlands now on the back bumper of the 114 heading into turn four. Radenkovic is the driver that has currently set the fastest lap of the race at 55.262 second lap time. And at the moment, Stout and Franco trying to respond to catch up to the Belgian, but at the minute, it is not quite happening. Looks like Thiemann Huben has made up another place, having got past Nemanja Jovanovic in the 1.14. So, halfway completed, halfway to go. Just under five and a half minutes remaining. 
Radenkovic's lead still sits at around one and a half seconds. And with Carol Stout and Rino Fernand-Franco lapping within 10 one thousandths of each other. 55-374 from Stout and a 55-364 from Franco. Uh, Steeman Hoopman definitely getting the elbows out here in the first final. And closing up on Vidmar Alajas looks to go towards the outside of turn five. Now sweeps to the inside through turn six and makes the move up the inside of Alajas who looks to try and get back through turn seven. But the Dutch driver manages to get through and now secures fifth position. But Alajas back up the inside. The pair side by side, they nearly get pushed wide a little bit. Jovanovic looking to go up the inside of Hoopman and does so through the kink into the right-hand corner that brings him onto the start-finish straight. So the gap now is still around one and a half seconds between first and second. Radenkovic and Karolstadt still leading the way ahead of Franco. Fourth is now Nick Trobek, Vidmar Aljaz, Nemanja Jovanovic, Thiemann Hoopman now down into seventh position ahead of Velko Vranic. Well, actually, it's now Lorenzo Lanzara from Italy in the 117, who now is in eighth position, having got past the 195. So just under four minutes to go. Plus one lap, Radenkovic still keeping a consistent lap base. He's been running in the 55, the high 55 twos uh, over the last few laps. He did a 55, 376. Uh, two laps to go, and now the Belgian crosses the line. But between Stout and Franco, Franco trying to look up the inside, well he's trying to look up the inside, past Carol Stout for second position through turn one. The pair between them, the margin was just 80 thousandths after eight laps of racing, so second and third really can't be separated at the moment. Franco sweeps to the outside through turn four, looks to get the cut back through, Stout very much staying on the racing line and putting the cart exactly where he needs to. Looks like Thiemann Huben has got past uh, once again Nemanja Jovanovic and looks to get up the inside of Vidmar Aljaz and now does so and gets back up into fifth position and in the process Jovanovic also finds room to make it past the 126. from Slovenia. Now the gap has extended to just over one and three quarter seconds for the lead. So Radenkovic now on lap number 10, as are the rest of the field. And Radenkovic, even though was troubled in the early goings by Karol Stout and Rino Fernofranco, has managed to build a gap. And there has been further changes down the order as Vidmar Alajas from Slovenia now down in ninth position behind Velikor Vranic. Lanzara from Italy in seventh. Jovanovic representing Serbia rounds out the top six behind Thiemann Huben from the Netherlands in the 105. Nick Trobek representing Slovenia. Rams out the top four, but it is still a great battle between. <coughs> Karolstadt in second, and Rino Fernand-Franco from the Netherlands in third place. They literally have been inseparable. But it 
will be a case of not if, it will be a case of when does Rino Ferno Franco decide to make the move that could possibly decide second position. It's 25 points for a win, 20 for second, 16 for third, 13 for fourth, 11 for fourth. Shopify helps you sell at every stage of your business. Like that, let's put it online and see what happens stage. And the site is live. That we opened a store and need a fast checkout stage. Thanks, you're all set. That count it up and ship it around the globe stage. This one's going to Thailand. And that, wait, did we just hit a million orders stage? Whatever your stage, businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for your $1 a month trial at shopify.com slash listen. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Fifth place, and then it goes from 10 to 1, uh, depending on if you have in ex- uh, up to 15 competitors in a category. But Radenkovic will now complete lap number 11. The gap last time around was over two seconds. It's now gone up by about four one thousandths as now Radenkovic has set the fastest lap of the race a couple of laps ago. A 55-101 from the Belgian. And now Karol Stout and Rino Franco are running in the 55-1s, but Stout is actually the quicker of the two. A 55-110 from the Belgian in the 143. And then the 55-192 from the 111 from the Netherlands. We're fast approaching the end of this race. As the timer counts down, and I think very much the timer will expire before Redenkovic crosses the start-finish line. So, last lap billboard being shown to Matej Redenkovic. Karolstadt still keeping ahead of Rino Franco, going into turn one for the f- final time. And Radenkovic's lead now over two and a half seconds. But the battle really that is kicking off is between second and third as Franco goes up inside of Stout through turn three. Stout will now have the run going into turn four if he gets an opportunity. He tries to take the title line, look to the outside of turn four, but could not get through. As a little bit further back, Lanzara looks to have made up significant inroads. It's now currently just behind Thiemann Huben, who rounds out the top five. But this time the chequered flag will be prepared and it has been a consummate professional performance this time around for Belgium's Matej Radenkovic in the 196 who wins final one. Rino Franco takes second ahead of Karol Stout from Belgium. So the 111 from the Netherlands takes second. Nick Zrobek in the 118 takes fourth place ahead of the, the Netherlands' Thiemann Huber in the 105 who completes the top five places. Italy's Lorenzo Lanzara rounds out the top six in the 117 ahead of Nemanja Jovanovic in the 114. Velko Vranic in the 195 rounding out the top eight with Vidmar Aljas 
from Slovenia in the 126, completing the finishing order in the first final here today. So we now turn our attention to Junior Rotax and after the ranking following the three hits yesterday, Tom Bracken from Belgium in the 218 took the uh, top spot ahead of Denmark's Milan Ritter in the 220. Five points for uh, Bracken following the uh, races yesterday and there were three different winners. Uh, we had Bracken actually winning the first heat, Valentin Klus who rounded out the top three in the classification won the second heat, and it was Christian de Klein from the Netherlands in the 299, who was actually behind Theo Eriksen, Kai Rilets in the classification after the heats. He took heat victory, uh, heat three victory uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, also, two Italians in the form of Leonardo Bacaglini in the 271, and Giuseppe Forenzi in the 215. They completed the top eight positions in the heat, uh, heat ranking, heats, uh, ranking after heat. Sorry, I can't get my words out right there. Uh, followed up by Nick Gerhardt in the 206 from the Netherlands and Farhin Mega from Germany in the 245, rounding out the top 10. So at the moment, with a 27 point advantage in the standings. Kai Hillitz is ahead of chief rival Tim Gerhards, who unfortunately will start from 17th on the grid after two incidents caused the Dutch driver to have a very, very difficult day. I think the most difficult day this season for the youngster from SP Motorsport. But this time we will have... This is where the real hard work begins, and the drivers now know that this is the time to go for it. So this is the time to put everything on the line and push the limits of adhesion to the absolute maximum. So the green flag waves at the end of the pre-grid and on the start-finish line and here come the drivers. This is the starting grid for Junior Roadsack's final number one, 11 minutes plus one lap. So it will be Belgium's Tom Bracken in the 218 starting from pole position, and alongside will be Denmark's Milan Ritter in the 220. Valentin Klus, the recently crowned Junior Roadsack's Roadsack's Germany champion, Starts on the inside of road 2 in the 201 and is joined by Norway's Theo Eriksen in the 285. Kai Hillens, the points leader coming into this round. The 274 will start on the inside of row 3 
and we'll have alongside the Netherlands Christian De Klein in the 299. Then it is an all Italian row four with Leonardo Baccaglini in the 271 and Giuseppe Forenzi in the 215. Nick Gerhans in the 206 from the Netherlands rounds out the top nine ahead of Germany's Farin Mega in 10th position. Hungary's Mina Proza in the 279 will have Carol Schultz from France in the 255 alongside, followed by Matisse Turolo in the 274. Leon Zelenko in the 257, the sole Croatian entry this weekend. Andrea Vibriante from Lithuania in the 273. The 277 of Bruno Mollers. The 205 of Tim Gerhards. The 207 of Austin Lee, who last weekend at Wickenborn secured the uh, Rotax Max Challenge Germany Mini Max title. Thomas Martins in the 295 from Belgium. Matteo Pianizola from Italy in the 256 rounds out the top 20. Ahead of Andre Petrovic in the 250. Leon Lance in the 259 and Gilles Cloé in the 221. So the red lights on the gantry. Drivers split and going to the tram lines. Accelerators press hard to the floor. Lights out. We're off and racing. Bracken gets the initial advantage. As Ritter has Valentin Klus for company up the inside. Rillitz already up into fifth position as they make their way through turn two for the first time. Nearly three abreast at the back of the field. But Bracken trying to hold off. Ritter trying to go up the inside of the Belgian. As Eriksson trying to look up the inside of Valentin Klus. And now Ritter takes the lead. As Ferenzi goes wide coming out of the exit of turn number four. Villets trying to get past the inside of Valentin Klus. Goes up the inside through turn number six. As it looks like I think that is Nick Gerhards that's now up into sixth position. So Austin Lee has got past Tim Gerhards for position. And now the young German up into 17th place. The field now makes its way across the line to complete lap number one. Ritter leads. Bracken was in second. It's now Theo Eriksson from Norway. Rielitz up into fourth place ahead of Valentin Klus from Germany. Nick Gerhards, Bacaglini, Forenzi. I think Forenzi's losing a handful of positions. And just who has got past? Farin Mega as well as the 221 of Gilles Cloet. So Gilles Cloet way up the order now. Having got a great start. As it's definitely getting a bit. It's nearly four abreast going into turn five. Oh my goodness, out of the uh, turn four left-hand hairpin, as now the front of the field starts to concertina. Particularly between second and sixth position, which is being led by Norway's Theo Eriksson. As Milan Ritter continues to lead after what will now be lap number two of this race. So the gap between Ritter and Eriksson now goes up to nearly three tenths of a second as Bracken trying to go up the inside of the Norwegian through turn two. He gets through up into second, goes to the 218. Now Hillis has to go late on the brakes through the left hander in turn three. Has Valentin Klus trying to go up the inside of the 274 through turn four. The German makes it through and Nick Gerhards could have even got there through had he tried it. But the uh, gap was very much uh, dissipating very quickly as Eriksson goes back up the inside of Bracken through turn number six. Hillitz up the inside now of Valentin Klus to now take fourth position. 
as it looks like the top 10 could be very, very much line the stern. As it's nearly two by two, around about seventh and eighth position, going through into the kick. One driver loses out, two positions going to the right-hander, bringing him onto the start-finish straight. Milan Retta continues to lead. Eriksson, Bracken, Rillets up to fourth, Klus down to fifth, Nick Gerhardt's not too far behind, as Farin Mega and Giuseppe Ferranti side by side through the exit in turn number two. And it looks like uh, Bacaglini might have just lost out there. The Italian loses out to Vibriante from Lithuania in the 273, and that is for ninth position on the road. However, the top six trying to break away. It's now up the inside of the lead, goes Eriksson on Ritter through turn six. So the Norwegian in the 285. Oh my goodness, Ritter had a moment there and mounted the back bumper of Eriksson and that allowed Bracken to go around the outside as Kai Willis goes grass tracking coming out of turn nine. That drops the Belgian down significantly and he gets passed by the likes of Farin Mega down towards the bottom part of the top ten. Felix had absolutely nowhere to go. And now it is all for themselves at the moment. And now Theo Eriksson has a lead over Valentin Klus. And it was nearly six and a half tenths of a second. As Farin Mega getting ultra defensive. And he's trying to get past Vibriante by the look of things. Bakaglini in ninth. Gilles Cloé still in tenth position. But it is all kicking off behind the leaders as now it is Theo Eriksson leading. Valentin Klus in second. Tom Bracken in third. And I think that is Giuseppe Ferenzi that is now up into fourth place, followed by Kai Hillis. Nick Gerhals gets a little tag, I think they're jumped from behind by Farin Mega from Germany in the 245. And Milan Retta, I think now, as a result of that slight uh, mounting of the rear bumper of Theo Eriksson, has caused the Dane to park the cart. So that was a real shame for Milan Ritter, so that brings us down to 22 drivers who are rounded out by Leon Selenko, the sole Croatian driver here this weekend. As the likes of Andrei Petrovic definitely getting feisty as oh, a bit of a run wide coming out of turn five. This time for Nick Gerhards in the 2-0-6. So some of the drivers trying to make their way up the order. But at the front of the field, it is still very much hot and heated under the collar. Eriksson leads, but Valentin Kliss is trying to close. Maynard Kroza has set the fastest lap of the race so far. 51.256 second lap time from the 2.79 from Hungary. Nick Gerhardt now has dropped down to the top 10 and residing currently in what is effectively 11th position at the moment. As Farin Mega goes steamrolling up the inside of Bakaglini. And then Andrei Petrovic also goes up the inside of the 271, this time through turn four. Gilles Cloet has been binding time, has just been steadily creeping forward. And has got himself up into 10th position. Nick Gerhals in 11th. Matisse Turlo now is behind. I think uh, I'm just seeing where. Uh, so Gilles Cloet. Oh, and we've had a spinner off of turn number eight. As uh, the lead now being contested by Valentin Kluss, who's gone up the inside of Theo Eriksson to now take the lead. Eriksson back up the inside, trying to get through past the German. That's going to open the door if it's not very much uh, bigger than that for Tom Bracken. But then Kluss and Bracken try to go up the inside. 
of the Norwegian. Ferenc, he's in there as well, and he tangles with Eriksson going into turn four. They both managed to hold on to it. But Kai Hulitz trying to get past the Ericsson around the outside of turn five. The Belgian has to slot back into position. Wow, that was a close one for Ferenzi and Ericsson going through turn four. I think both of them might have had the defibrillators on standby. But that is now allowing Valentin Klus and also Tom Bracken to start to get away in the distance. We now go on to the completion of lap number eight. The gap between Bracken in second and Valentin Klus was just over 0.13 of a second. Bracken looking towards the inside both through turns one and two. He could get a run through to three, but he doesn't as Helix goes up the inside of Ferenzi to now take fourth. Bracken now goes for the lead through turn four on Valentin Klus. Takes the lead on lap number nine. So Milan Ritter has been confirmed as a retirement. Leon Zelenko drops to 21st. I think that was Leon Arndt that had that moment coming off of turn number eight. Uh, Bacaglini has got past Vibrianti from uh, Lithuania for eighth position, but it is still not over yet. Just over three and a quarter minutes remaining. Bracken from Belgium leads ahead of Klus from Germany, Eriksson from Norway. Rilitz from Belgium rounds out the top four positions with Ferenzi from Italy. Petrovic, Mega, Bacaglini, Vibrianti, Gilles Chloe round out the top ten. Nick Gerhardt in 11th head of Karl Schultz and Tim Gerhardt as now. Tim Gerhardt gets up the inside of Karl Schultz and has made the move as oh, Schultz goes a bit defensive on what is that is Christian de Klein, who really hasn't factored in and in many respects. It could be a lot more dramatic. Well, it already has been dramatic here in Adria so far this weekend. And with Junior Rotax already kicking things off uh, to the next, the nth degree, that could very much be uh, the case of what might transpire in the next two finals. However, we have just over two and a quarter minutes still to go on this race, plus one lap. Eriksson now leads ahead of Bracken. Hulitz now up into third place. Bracken now retakes the lead through the left-hander at turn number three. Eriksson now retaliates through turn four. Rielitz looking to go up the inside and he makes it through by a whisker, as does Valentin Klus. So in one corner, Tom Bracken drops from, four, from down to fourth from first place as now Rielitz trying to go for the lead past Eriksson who runs wide through turn six. Valentin Klus makes it through. Great job there by those drivers to keep it all nice and clean. As a little bit further down towards the uh, back part of the order, there are a bit uh, times when I'm seeing side by side a little bit further down. As it looks like Carol Schultz and Christian de Klein were going a bit side by side between uh, the left-hand kink as uh, Hillitz takes a little bit of additional runoff area on the left-hand side but still has two wheels on the tarmac. Coming out of turns one and into two. As it is definitely a battle of the... It's, it's definitely really kicking off. Uh, very much so. All the way up and down the order. The 271 of Bacaglini having to bat, fend off the likes of Vibrianti and Pet, uh, Petrovic. Uh, Petrovic. And they managed to get past. So the driver from Italy. Running on the Tony Kart chassis. Trying to battle through. But Kai Hilitz will look to have a... 
this will be a fourth, success, a fourth victory out of five for the young Belgian in the 274. And at the moment, he now has a gap of just under four tenths. Ahead of Valentin Klus, Giuseppe Forenzi, unfortunately, has dis had to park the cart. And that will bring us down to 21 drivers. Valentin Klus and Tom Bracken ran out the top three. It's Vibrianti now being hustled by Bacaglini. Nick Gerhards not too far behind the 206 running at the top eight. Farin Mega in ninth. Christian De Klein now hits the top ten, having gotten past Gilles Cloet in the 221 from Belgium. But Hilitz now has started to pull away into the distance. Bracken up the inside of Klus, as is Ericsson. So they now take second and third position, respectively. The gap was just under four tenths between first and second. It's now 1.1 seconds as Hilitz sets the fastest lap of the race. Bracken now in second. So at the moment, it is a Belgian 1 2. Ericsson. In third place, quickly being hustled by Germany's Valentin Klusi sweeps to the outside, looking to get the cut back through the turn four hairpin. He gets alongside the Norwegian Bracken uh, between, uh, just in front of the pair of them through turn five. Klus looked towards the inside going into turn six, but had to back out of it. Through into the left at seven they go. And in all the excitement of that, the chequered flag is now being prepared. The battle for third, second, third and fourth quite clearly on. But Kai Hilertz will take a fourth win of the season. And it is Theo Eriksson that takes second ahead of Valentin Klus. Tom Bracken rounds out the top four ahead of Andre Petrovic. Italy's Leonardo Bacaglini takes sixth place ahead of Germany's Fahin Mega. Christian De Klein... Rounds out the top eight positions ahead of uh, Andrea Vibriante, Maynard Croza, Tim Gerhards, Nick Gerhards, uh, Carol Schultz, Gilles Cloet, Matisse Turlow, Leon Zelenko, Bruno Mulders, Austin Lee, Thomas Martins with Matteo Pianizola in 20th and Leon Arntz in 21st, being the last of the classified finishers with Giuseppe Forenzi and Milan Ritter rounding out the 23-strong grid. With Ritter retiring with damage on lap three and Ferenzi possibly with technical problems on lap number 10.
So in around four minutes' time, or three minutes' time, we will get going with our first of two senior Rotax finals. And coming into this weekend, it is incredibly close at the top of the uh, standings with Matilda Olson, the reigning and defending champion, on 52 points. Both Dylan LaHaye and Mark Kimber not here this weekend. It was a one-off for uh, Mark Kimber uh, back at Wackersdorf where he secured both victories. Dylan LaHaye absent due to injury. So Lachlan Robinson in fifth place and Sean Butcher in fourth in the standings, both on 47 and 45 points respectively, can challenge the defending champion this weekend. Madsrys in sixth place on 43 points, representing Denmark, is a further two points adrift of Lachlan Robinson. And following on for, from the uh, intermediate classification yesterday, it was Finland's Juho Valtanen in the 3.30 that took one of the race victories yesterday, winning Heat 1, uh, taking a total of six points in the rankings after the heats, ahead of Hungary's Zomborkovac, with Matilda Olson rounding out the top three. And those three drivers each took a Heat victory yesterday. Luca Leistra from Belgium in the 399 and, uh, and Sean Butcher in the 349, representing Belgium and Great Britain, respectively, round out the top five in the ranking after the heats. Followed by Elia Galvanin from Italy in the 376, Maurice Schuring in the 314 from the Netherlands, Andreas Hebau in the 321 from France, Axel Bengtsson from uh, Sweden in the 355, representing Sweden with Turkey's Ehad Turka, who only arrived here on Friday to have one day of practice due to trying to get into uh, Italy and rounds out the top 10. Following that up is Arthur Roche from France, uh, Anthony Boulou from France as well. Guy Cunnington makes his Rotax racing return here this weekend in the 350. He was classified 13th after the uh, heats ahead of Madsris and Lachlan Robinson, representing the sole uh, he's the sole entry for the United Arab Emirates based out of Dubai. He rounds out the top 15 in the classification with 34 drivers here in senior Rotax. 13 different nationalities represented across the field and uh, 10 drivers from the Netherlands actually here to compete. Which makes up a significant part of the field. So we'll have this race, which will take uh, a duration of 14 minutes plus an additional lap. And then following that up will be DD2 and DD2 Masters, uh, who are running as an amalgamated category due to the entries for DD2 Masters here this weekend. But that will provide a 35-strong grid for their race, which starts at 11.30 local time. So the green flag waves on the start-finish line and also on the pre-grid. The senior road tax field makes its way out onto the circuit here at Adria. And here is your starting order. From pole position, it is Finland's Juho Valtanen in the 330, who will have Zombor Kovac alongside in the 371. Following that, it will be defending champion Matilda Olsson in the 300, representing Sweden, with Luca Leistra from Belgium in the 399 alongside. Sean Butcher and Elia Galvanin from Great Britain and Italy, respectively, round out the top three rows. With Maurice Schuring from the Netherlands, Andreas Herbau from France, Axel Bengtsson from Sweden, 
Ehad Turka from Turkey running out the top 10. Completing the top 20, it's Artur Horsch and Antony Boulou, both representing France. Guy Cunnington from Great Britain, Mazries from Denmark, Lachlan Robinson from the United Arab Emirates, Emily de Hoys and Max Sterling from the Netherlands with Philippe Yannick, Vincent France and Lara Zanin running out the top 20. Completing the 34-strong grid, it is Jules Castro, Leonardo Longoni, Yuri Tenhef, Flint Schering, Topias Poshik, Nicola Guerrera, uh, Drek Janssen, Bantevit, Dante Rapagne, uh, Stormbrauer, Justin Polman, David Lackner, and Beer Dorostein with Adrian Dobrich uh, from Austria rounding out the top, the 34 strong grid. 14 minutes plus an additional lap of this race. And if yesterday was anything to go by, today could be something very, very special indeed. As now Valtanen and Kovac start to control the field. And that's through in towards turn six. Now this is intensity personified. The anticipation builds, the adrenaline is, is coursing through the veins, not just of the drivers, but also for the people here and also for you listening at home through the dedicated live internet radio stream. Top 10 is as follows. Valtanen will be on pole position ahead of Kovac, Olson, Leistra, Butcher, Galvanin, Morris Schuring, Herbau, Bengtsson and Turka. Uh, that is your top 10. The sun starts to beam down once again on the circuit, bathing the circuit in its glory. Through the final corner come the 34-strong grid of senior road tax drivers. Red lights on the gantry. The accelerators start to get pressed hard to the floor. Lights out. We are racing. And into turn one for the first time. Valentin gets the jump. Olson trying to go through into second position. Tries to get up the inside of Kovac. Looked like Luca Lystra was trying to get through as well to try and make it up through and make it three wide coming out of turn one. However, at the minute, Sean Butcher has absolutely rocketed his way up the field and is trying to get past Elia Galvanin. And he goes side by side with the Italian. Butcher has no alternative but to run wide and is quickly put into the path of Andreas Heber and Morris Schuring as the field makes its way through turn six. So definitely some toing and froing. Looks like Guy Cunnington's made up a few places in the meantime too. Everyone looks to have neatly made, well, safely made its way through uh, to uh, the completion of lap number one. So Valton and Lees, Olson second. Kovac in third. Lystra, Galvan in butcher. Guy Cunnington has already gotten up into eighth position by the end of lap number one. So a great turn of pace for the Brits. And looks to try and start closing on Andreas Hebel from France just up ahead. Who is just behind Sean Butcher from Great Britain. Stormbrough dropping all the way down to 33rd position as there are definitely tussles up and down the order. The likes of um, Madris and Morris Schering battling away for position. And Madris down in six in the standings looks to uh, move forward as it's three abreast going towards turn eight. Oh, there's been a clash someone's been turned around out of turn eight but luckily enough the driver now retakes the f uh, retakes to the track and that was a bit of a hard hit but now Olson in the lead of Juho, uh, in the lead ahead of Juho Valtanen Kovac 
Lystra and Galvanin. Andreas Herbel still just behind as there was a move up the inside attempted by Luca Lystra on Zombar Kovac, but Elia Galvanin got a, got a good run on the Belgian. And now Kovac drifts wide coming out of turn four in both Lystra and Galvanin get past for third and fourth respectively. Leonardo Longoni now up into 18th position, having gone and passed Anthony Boulou from France. Morris shearing up to 13th past Mazuris. So Mazuris needs to get a bit of a wriggle on if he wants to get back up towards the field. And he's now going to try and attempt. Oh, they tussle ever so slightly there. And that was between. So it uh, looks like a few drivers really getting the elbows out here. But Olson is not being allowed to breathe by Juho Valtonen as up the inside of Luka Lystra. Now goes Elia Galvanin. Zombor Kovac now being hurried up. And he tries to go up the inside, nearly tangles with the left rear of Luka Lystra. And that allows Sean Butcher to try and get through. He goes side by side with the Hungarian through turn five. Runs a little bit wide, but still manages to keep position for the minute. However, that has now quickly changed. Because Andreas Hebau and Guy Cunnington have got past. Oh, Hebau runs wide and goes over one of the rumble strips and it bounces the back end of the cart in the air. Yellow flags are out as we've got a cart upside down off of turn number seven. Marshals quickly to the scene. So the driver now being escorted to the marshal post, just keeping him out of harm's way, just checking, making sure, making sure the driver's okay, stretcher being brought out. But Olson still keeping a lead over Juho Valtonen. And finals day is where it really does count more than anything. So Emily De Hoys, that looks like, that has uh, ended up retiring. She was the one that was uh, turned sideways and backwards out of turn number eight. Vincent France has now retired. I think that might be Philip Yannick that they're just attending to at the moment as Olson. Oh, nearly has a tussle with Valtonen, but she keeps a hold of the lead for the minute. Elia Galvanin still rounds out the top three. Luca Lystra in fourth place, ahead of Zombor Kovac, Guy Cunnington and Sean Butcher now complete the top seven positions, followed by Axel Bengstong, Andreas Hebau, the 326 of Lachlan Robinson, who's absolutely rocketed up the order. So a multi-time UAE Rotax Max Challenge champion, and he has represented the UAE at the Grand Finals, amongst other drivers here in this field, including Guy Cunnington, including Elia Galvanin, Matilda Olson, amongst others. Philip Yannick looks to have uh, now, it's going to be a confirmed retirement, so that he uh, looks to be the driver, is on a stretcher. Might not be Yannick, I can't really see as Larzainen and Stolbra, they are falling by the wayside here in Senior Rotax. We're now going to be effectively down to 28 out of 34 competitors. And Olson showing the drive and determination to keep Valtonen at bay, but Valtonen not giving up. Galvanin trying to close and is about eight and a half tenths of a second behind. Lachlan Robinson in the meantime has now got up. Oh, problems from Andreas Hebel. Hebel out of the race in the 3.21 and he was running in the top 10. So Andreas Hebel absolutely 
disappointed. The frustration clear to see in the French driver walks over to the Marshall post just off of turn number three. But now Olson on lap number eight, still fending off. Juhal Valtonen using every ounce of energy in her body, both mentally and physically, to keep Juhal Valtonen at bay. But with the fin showing the form that we saw back at the Winter Cup at Karatin Campios, we know that he, when he's on his A-game, there is no stopping him. Galvanin now still about eight and a half tenths of a second adrift. Luka Lystra being closed in on by Zombor Kovac. Guy Cunnington rounds out the top six. Sean Butcher in seventh, followed by Axel Bengtsson. I think, no, that's not the case. Lachlan Robinson's actually got past the Swede. So Lachlan Robinson now up into what is effectively eighth position and climbing. And he has set the fastest lap of anybody. A 50.253. And the gap still between Olson and Valton at the head of the field. Just over a tenth and a half of a second. We've gone over halfway. We're now just over seven minutes to go. Running order at the minutes. Well, Andreas Hebout now becomes the, uh, what is effectively the seventh. I actually make that the eighth retirement in this race. So we're down to 26 drivers. So it is Olson from Valtonen, Galvanin, Lystra, Kovac, Cunnington, Butcher, Robinson, Bengtsson, Ries, Schuring, Roche, Castro, Longoni, Stemmerdink, Bilou, Turka, Poshik, Tenhef, with Schuring rounding out the top 20. And then it is uh, Flint, Schuring, Bartovic, Drake, uh, Drake Hansen, Bidorestein, David Lackner, Nicola Guerrera, and Dante Rapagni rounding out the top, the 26 that are still racing. And Lachlan Robinson sets another fastest lap of the race. And he's only four tenths behind his KR Sports teammate in the form of Sean Butcher. Guy Cunnington, the number 350 from Great Britain, recently having taken part in his first ever full season in Europe, took the title with a amount of point to spare, if memory serves me correctly. So this is a return to Rotax Racing for him for, I think, 12 months, which effectively was the Grand Finals last year. But he has been pretty quick. Obviously, both he and Masri suffered dramas. They did have a tangle in one of the uh, heats yesterday. But Cunnington still showing the pace. He did take the Motorsport UK British Car Championships Senior Rotax title in 2019. Valtonen trying to close back on Olson. Gap was about two and a bit tenths. It's now just under two tenths. So it's Valtonen getting closer through turn two. No changes between the top 15 positions as Flint Schering gets past Bart, Bart De Witt, uh, for what is 17th on the road as both Ehad Turk and Dante Rapagna now drop down towards the back part of the order ahead of uh, Germany's Juri Tenhef in the, two, in the 343. But it is still even Stevens between the top two. No one giving an inch, no one taking a mile. Just under four minutes and 50 seconds still to go on the clock. This has been an absolutely relentless pace from the two leaders. We've done just over nine and a quarter minutes of racing, including formation and warm and the sighting lap as Maslis now gets past Ansel Begson uh, for position. And that's now up into ninth goes the Dane. Robinson running in the 50 point, the mid 50.1s. He's absolutely charging forward. Is the uh, Dubai based driver. He's just behind Sean Butcher. 
And these two are two points adrift of each other at the moment in terms of the title ramifications. And Olson looks to stretch that lead a little bit more over Valtonen once again. So the Swede trying to do the business here on finals day. Just under four minutes remaining. Valtonen looking closer this time around to Olson through turn one. Into the right at two. Galvanin, Lystra and Kovac look to be even closer than they have been all the while. And I'm just keeping my eye on the lap time. Sean Butcher took nearly two tenths out of Guy Cunnington. And he is bringing along Lachlan Robinson who ran last time uh, over the last couple of laps a 50.5 in both respective lap times. So now it's time for the two teammates, I think, to do a little bit of uh, synchronised teamwork. And that's what they seem to be doing by catching Cunnington at the minute, who is still completing the top six. Beard Dorostein and Dante Repagne have now got up into 22nd and 23rd place, respectively. Ehad Turka now rounds out the top 20 in the 308. Pace absolutely still relenting. Air temperature here in Adria, 16 degrees Celsius. As now Valtonen was looking even closer up the inside of Olson through turn two that time around. And the three behind, then the three behind that, this is where it really gets spicy. So Galvanin, Lystra and Kovac were not that far between each other. That particular time it was just about half a second. And then it's about four tenths between Cunnington, Butcher and Robinson. And that is for sixth, seventh and eighth. Max Stemmerdink is the latest driver to become a casual tee here in this race, putting us down to 25 drivers out of the 34 that started at uh, 11 and three quarter minutes ago when we went lights out. And the gap between Johor Valtonen in second and Elia Galvani now extends to one and three quarter seconds as the two leaders again, they are running consistently around about the same sort of lap times. So Valtelin was slightly quicker than Olson by about 23 thousandths. But Olson slightly quicker this time around by 18 thousandths in sector number one. So whenever Valtelin tries to go for a uh, potential move, Olson responds and puts the hammer down. Leonardo Longoni now gets past Artur Horsch for 13th position. As Zombar Kovac in the meantime has now got past Belgium's Luca Leistra for fourth place. Cunnington, Butcher and Robinson, no one, none of the, uh, th those three drivers have had position changes over the last few laps because Robinson and Butcher in 8th and 7th respectively trying to close on the Brit in front. So at the moment the retirements, Adrian Dobrich on the very first lap, Emily de Hoys a lap later. Vincent France on lap two. Philip Yannick on lap three. Storm Brewer on lap four. Lara Zainan on the very same lap. Justin Pullman retired on lap five. Technical dramas caused uh, Andres Hebel to retire on lap number six with Max Stemmerdink retiring on lap number 11. We're now on to lap number 16 of this race and we have just under 40 seconds to go. But Olson and Valtonen have not been separated and Valtonen that time around went quicker than Olson, but by, by my count, that is uh, around about uh, 32 thousandths of a second, well, 42 thousandths of a second, 
But Olson, slightly quicker through sector one once again, the 300 from Sweden. Beardorosan gets past David Lagner from Austria for 21st place as Ehad Turka drops down to 18th. So the timer has struck zero. Next time around, Valtelen will get the hurry-up sign as the last lap board will be shown firstly to Matilda Olson. Now the board comes out. One more lap to go, 1,302 metres. Olson looking to bridge the gap between her rivals. They sweep their way into turns one, now into two. Olson goes defensive. Valtelen looks up the inside through turn one on the final lap. Now things are really getting closer because Galvanen has been caught by Kovac. Lystra just behind Cunnington with them too. And then you can't forget about the duo of Butcher and Robinson. Leaders through turn five for the last time. Through turn seven. Now into the left at eight. Just a couple more corners to go. And in many respects, Matilda Olson has yet to have a win this season. However, here in the Veneto region, the 300, the defending and reigning champion of Matilda Olson wins it. And the winning margin, 64 thousandths of a second ahead of Juhal Valtanen from Finland. A great demonstration of close fought, close quarter battling between the pair. So Olson takes the victory provisionally ahead of Juhal Valtanen from Finland. Elia Galvanen from Italy. Takes third ahead of teammate from KSB, Zombor Kovac, in the 371. Luca Lystra finished in fifth ahead of Guy Cunnington from Great Britain with Sean Butcher in the 349. And Lachlan Robinson in the 326 from the UAE, rounding out the top eight. Mansuris and Maurice Schuring complete the top ten ahead of Axel Benson, Jules Castro, Leonardo Longoni, Artur Horsch and Tobias Poshik rounding out the top 15 positions. Flinchering in 16th ahead of Erhard Turka, Anthony Bulu, Drake Janssen, Bartovic, David Lackner, Beardorstein, Nicola Guerra, uh, Dante Rapagne and Yuri Tenhef being the last of the 25 drivers that completed all 18 laps with retirements from Max Stemmerdink, Andreas Heber, Justin Polman, Lara Zanen, Storm Brewer, Philipp Janik, uh, Vincent France, Emily de Hoys and Adrian Dobric from Austria running out the 34 strong. So we do have one more uh, race before the lunch break. As the clean-up operation now gets underway. And that looked to be that it was Philip Yannick who looks to be all okay. He's uh, sitting down at the marshalling post. 
just on the approach onto turn five. So we have a little bit of a clean-up operation at the minute before we get underway with DD2 and DD2 Masters, who will run amalgamated uh, here this weekend. So after the uh, ranking following the three heats yesterday, it was a clean sweep for DD2 in the form of uh, the 432 of uh, 54 Squadra Corses, uh, Michael Rossina from Italy, who took all three victories for DD2, uh, putting him on zero points coming into finals, effectively giving him pole position for the start of the first of two finals. Zandabshir Black, who currently leads the standings in DD2 at this particular moment in time, is currently on 56 points, but was second after the uh, ranking after heats. Yori Cullen, who makes a return to karting after a uh, notable absence, I understand. The 469 from the Netherlands was on 12 points following on from yesterday's action. And uh, on count back, effectively, was put third in the standings, but he was level on points with Francis Nicola Pico, who is currently second on the stand, uh, in the standings on 53 points. Uh, Manuel Atencher in fifth, ahead of Mario Saban from Slovakia. Glenn Van Parijs from Belgium. Uh, Zenderua from Slovenia. Philip Moisey from Austria. Peter Bezel, the defending champion from, this year, uh, from last year, currently 10th in the uh, ranking after heats classification. Uh, Slavomir Moransky, who is not here due to personal reasons, uh, is uh, currently in the lead of the standings for DD2 Masters, but Sebastian Humpelhart in the 509 representing Germany is currently leading the way in DD2 Masters this weekend. And effectively, he was uh, top of the bunch, top of the pile, if you will, uh, for this weekend through all three heats, taking the class win in DD2 Masters after all three heats yesterday. So the pre-grid and the start-finish line wave the green flag for the final time before the lunch break here on finals day. And a surge of DD2 and DD2 Masters drivers make their way out onto the circuit. Here is your starting order. On pole position, it will be Italy's Michael Rossina in the 432 and Belgium's Zondab Schublach in the 402 on the front row. Jordi Collin from the Netherlands in the 469 will have Francis Nicolas Pico for close company alongside on row two. Manuel Tenchet and Mario Saban in the 484 and the 480 ran at row three with Glenn Van Parijs, Zenderua, Philip Moitsi and Pedro Bezel running at the top ten. Eleventh is Daniel Mahacek and running at the top twenty it is Frederic Jarich, Gregorio Bertocco, Matias Sergio Limena, Jakob Bezel, DD2 Masters leader at the moment after the ranking following the heats, Sebastian Humpelhart. 
Matthias Lund, Tim Holker, Ragnar Virus, and Silas Ritter rounding out the top 20. Rudy Champion, second in DD2 classification after the heats yesterday, will start 21st ahead of Italy's Luca Monoretto in the 4-4-9. Maxim Derich, Mark Bartels, Pritzai from Estonia, Jamie Smith from South Africa, Robin Kritzson from Sweden, Oliver Breitenbach from Germany, Marta Bussola from Italy, Austria's Leo Kirschenbauer rounds out the top 30 ahead of Florian Breitenbach, Dennis Thiem, Karl Klebort, Mikolas Mazinas and Daniel Oberheiter, who actually, due to a rib injury, I understand, yesterday, did not take part in the last race yesterday afternoon. 14 minutes on the clock, plus an additional lap. Set to get underway. And it will be down to Rosina Amsherblak to get things going. They're the ones controlling the pace here at Adria. And hopefully this will give us a real taste of what's to come in the final later on this afternoon. The DD2 and DD2 Masters classes will round out the action at around about 10 past two this afternoon. We will provide a second part of the live audio coverage on the internet this afternoon, which will kick start at around about just before half past 12 local time. So now the field starts to get into formation 35 drivers set to go racing under the northern Italian sun here at Adria red lights on the gantry wait for it hold on to something and brace yourselves for some great racing action into the tram lines they go accelerators press hard to the floor lights out we go racing and it looks to be a difficult start for Zander Schimblack who's actually dropped out of the top five So drivers now making their way through and at the moment leading the way is the 432 of Michael Rossina followed by the Netherlands' Jordi Collen, Manuel Tenshed up into third place. Glenn Van Parijs has already made his way up to fifth in the early goings as Tenshed looks to have gone up the inside of Jordi Collen to take second through turn six. The Dutchman responds but then Tenshed fights back with a warning shot of his own through turn seven. Field trying to make its way through. But Rossina has started to canter away. And with the top four in this championship for DD2 covered by just six points, it is even closer than people might have thought. Vampire is looking to try and get past Philip Moitzi to look to see if he can uh, bridge the gap between himself and Zanab Shriblak. And with the Belgian has gone Zenderua. Shriblak just behind. Then it's Peter Bezel and Daniel Mahacek. Mario Saban rounds out the top ten at the moment as Bezel now gets banzai up the inside by Mahacek who forces his way through the left-hander at turn number five and the Austrian gets the job done. Rossina last time, after the completion of the very first lap, had a 1.1 second advantage. But now Tenshet and Colin need to try and close that gap down. Philip Moisey looks to be the cork in the bottle in fourth place. So if Glenn Van Parijs gets through, that could open the floodgates. As second and third hurtle their way through into turns one and two. Vampire is looking up the inside of Moitzi. Tries to go up the inside of the Austrian. But shuts the door. They nearly tangle coming out of the exit of turn number two. Into the left at three they go. But my oh my, my goodness. Moitzi still hung on to it. 
As uh, Van Panay still trying to keep ahead of teammate Zonov Shriblak, Zendanura, Daniel Mahacek, Perebezel. And then Mario Saban for Tijerich also closing up, along with Nicola Pico, who's now up into 12th position. Van Panay's looks to have gotten past, has he? He has. Zonov Shriblak all goes over the rumble strips. The left rear goes up in the air slightly. The Belgians starting to struggle as everyone is so tightly packed. There is no real room for manoeuvre unless you see the door open. Sorosina's lead is now nearly two seconds over now Jordi Collin, who has taken second place back from Manuel Tanchet. Van Parai is now up into fifth, uh, fourth place. The son of Shriblak drops all the way down from what was fifth down to ninth. Zentanua up into seventh place. As Mahacek shuts the door firmly right across the front nose of uh, Philip Moisey in the 497. Gregorio Bertocco now up into 13th, having gotten past Matias Sergio Limena and Sebastian Rumpelhart at the moment. And they round out the top 15 positions. Rumpelhart still leads DD2 Masters at this particular moment in time and that will significantly close the gap to Slavomir Moransky yellow flags being waved off of turn number 8 but Rosina looking to push the envelope now moves up to over 2.2 seconds over Yodi Collin who still has Manuel Attenshet trying to close him down Van Parais in 4th place Ahead of Daniel Mahacek. Philip Moitsi at the moment still battling away. No, no, Moitsi's lost out big time. Big time to Darua, Shriblak, Saban and also Peter Bezel. So Moitsi drops all the way down to 10th like a proverbial stone as it is all kicking off behind. And one of the drivers that is really making some strides forward is the Grand Finals champion in the DD2 class from last year, Italy's Luca Munaretto. It wasn't a great day in the office for the Italian in the 449. But he's now up into 17th and starting to close. Racina setting fastest lap after fastest lap of 50.282 from the Italian. Nine and a half minutes still remain as Daniel Mahacek now starting to close on Glenn Van Parijs. As Munoretto looks to get up the inside of Frederik Jerich this time around and I think has got the job done. So he gets past the 4.03 and the Italian now up into 14th position. And looking at Munoretto's time, he's running in the 51.1s at the moment. But Rossina with clean air is running in a 50.2, high 50.2 thereof. Mahacek running in the, uh, the mid, well, the low to mid 50.3s. He's done a 50.336 as they complete lap number six and go on to seven. So now it's all changing towards the front of the field as it looks like I spot, I spy with my little eye, Glenn Van Parijs up into third place, Daniel Mahacek now up into fourth, Jordi Collin must have had a bit of a drama there because he did a 51-7 and he lost out two places dropping from third to fifth position Muretto still up in 14th and now is trying to chase down Denmark's Matthias Lund for 13th and then we'll have the likes of Gregorio Bertocco in 12th Perebezel, who's now been passed by Matias Sergio Limena for 10th place in 11th. Moitsi in 9th. Saban in 8th. Zenderuat now has been passed by Zandrup Schurblak for 6th position. 
Dennis Thiem drops to around 31st position behind Florian Breidenbach and DD2 Masters driver in the 585 from Lithuania, Mykolas Mazinas. But Rosina has nearly a four-second advantage towards the halfway point as now Daniel Mahacek closing on Glenn Lampereis going through the left-hand hairpin at turn four and the Austrian gets through past the Belgian. Mark Bartels making some steady progress in the 488 running on the Kart Republic chassis is there is a bit of a drama there and that is for the sole Dutch driver that is Jordi Collen who now has really had such a big drama there a real shame for the 469 from the Netherlands the only Dutch driver here in this class he was absolutely fired up during the heats yesterday and now that means his first opportunity at points have gone by the wayside well and truly. And with that, Nicola Pico, where Pico has actually dropped all the way down to 31st position. So the Frenchman also having dramas, and up until this point, he was running second in the championship. Uh, level on points with Petter Bezel, so that is really going to change everything. This means that Glenn Van Parijs will have a real opportunity at getting towards the front of the standings after this race. Just over six and a half minutes to go, plus an additional lap. Rosina still leads. Mahacek is in third behind fellow Austrian Manuel Tenshirt in the 484, who is on 43 points coming into this round here at it in Italy. And what he has been able to do is showcase the pace that could help him. As now, the fastest lap out of anybody goes to the driver in 11th position. Luca Menoretto on a charge in the 4.49, putting in a 50.099. And I think very soon, with the way that the sun is absolutely cas cascading down here on the track... So at the moment, changes still happening. Peter Bezel still in ninth, now in ninth past Mattia Sergio Limena, who has Luca Minoretto for close company. They now go through into the left at eight, now into the right at nine. Minoretto looks to have actually gone up the inside and got the job done through turn nine. And I think Limena actually ran a bit wide, I'm not too sure, or that could have been Frederic Jarisch. So a lot of drivers still changing positions. Just over five minutes and 20 seconds to go. Daniel Mahacek now really up close and personal with Manuel Tenchet. And he's going to go up the inside through turn four like he did on Glenn Van Parijs about three laps ago. Great job by Daniel Mahacek. And he is currently in the standings ninth on 28 points, having taken a third and a sixth place finish at Wackersdorf. And he only secured a, fourth, uh, a 14th place finish at the opening round at Genk in the second week of August. So at the moment, Daniel Oboeiter actually did retire on the very first lap, so I think the ribs weren't up to par. It's quite a demanding track here at Adria, especially with this sudden change of direction when you're going through the corners from left to right, especially going through turn two into the left at three. Jordi Collin retires on lap number seven, a real shame for the Dutch driver. Jamie Smith from South Africa, the sole South African here in northern Italy, uh, rounding out the 33 strong that are still racing. So Rosina leads from Mahacek by nearly 4.9 seconds. 
Manuel Atencia in third. Glenn Van Parais about three and a half tenths of a second adrift, or not even that behind in fourth place. Zandab Shivlak rounds out the top five. Zenderua and Mario Saban battling it over sixth place. Philip Moitzi, Pera Bezel and Luca Munareto now complete the top ten. Munareto absolutely flying. And at the moment, he was over a tenth and a half quicker than Pera Bezel, the current reigning and defending champion. Bertocco now being passed by Limena for 11th position. As it looks like one engine sounds a little bit uh, louder than the others. As we have just over three and a half minutes remaining. One of the silencers, I think, might have decided to call it a day on the back of the uh, Rotax engines. As up the inside of Bertocco goes Frederic Jerich through into turn four. It's side by side between Munoretto and the defending champion Pedro Bezel. And Munoretto have some of this and he went up the inside and Pedro Bezel had, could not do anything about it. Munoretto showing the class and also the skills that brought him the Rotax Grand Finals Championship. A champion status. And he has already booked his place to Portimao late next January between the 23rd and the 30th, 2021. So Munoretto now up into ninth place. That's the only change within the top ten at the moment. As Rosina, as I just uh, heard one of the exhausts uh, going past, I'll keep an eye on which driver number that is. But that was definitely outside of the uh, top fifteen. So it could possibly be Mark Bartels. Not a hundred percent sure. But I will wait, and uh, but that engine noise is a, bit, a little bit louder than the others, let's say. Just over two minutes and 15 seconds, plus an additional lap still to go. Oliver Breidenbach gets past Mikolas Mazinas from Lithuania for 30th position. Rosina's gap now between him and Daniel Mahacek, who's now put in the fastest lap of anybody at 50.078. Now is under, just over 4.4 seconds. And that was Mark Bartels. I can confirm that in 21st position, his exhaust sounds a little bit louder than everybody else's. So Carl Clebort rounds out the top 26 behind Austria's Leo Kirschenbauer, who's just got past the Belgian on the track. And it has been pretty consistent all the way through the weekend so far that Rossina took pole position in qualifying practice. Still leads after what is now 15 laps of racing completed. Mahacek now closes the gap once again. Breaks the fastest lap by just two one thousandths of a second. Brings the gap down to 4.253 seconds. Tenshet still in third. Van Pais and Triblak round out the top five. Zenderua, Mario Saban, Philip Moitzi, Luca Moretto and Pedro Bezel round out the top ten positions. Limena, uh, Jerich, Bertocco, Lund, Bezel, uh, Jakob Bezel, uh, Ragnar Virus, Tim Holka, Silas Ritter, uh, Sebastian Humpelhart and Rudy Champion now complete the top 20. With the latter two battling over the lead for... DD2 Masters victory and the last time around they were separated by just over five and a half tenths of a second two seconds back is effectively uh, Pritzai from Estonia in the 501 who's third in the classification at the moment but running 21st as Minoretto now gets past Austria's Philip Moitzi for what is eighth position and so when the grids are confirmed that will decide 
the grid orders for final number two this afternoon. So Minoretto, having done an absolutely sterling job all the way through the field, having started towards the back part of it. As it looks like Glenn Van Parijs in the dying stages has got past uh, Manuel Tenshat. So now the final lap board comes out for the morning. Michael Rossina crosses the line, goes on to the 18th and final lap, followed by Daniel Mahacek. So Van Parijs just behind Manuel Tenshat and has one more lap to try and get past the Austrian to take 16 points. Sandov Shevlak will take 11 Peter Bessel and Matthias Sajolimena now round out the top 10 ahead of Austria's Philip Moisey with Frederik Jerich, his countryman, rounding out the top 12 positions. Bertoko, London, Jakob Bessel round out the top 15. This time around, the chequered flag will be prepared. And once again, it has been domination supreme for the 432 from Italy. Michael Rossina takes the victory in the first final here in Italy. Daniel Mahacek from Austria helps his hopes towards a title push by taking second. Ahead of Manuel Tenshert, Glenn Van Parijs and Son of Schublach ran out the top five places. Zenderua finished in sixth ahead of Italy's Luca Monoretto. Mario Saban, Pere Bezel and Mattia Sergio-Limena ran out the top ten. Frederik Jerich takes 11th ahead of Philip Moitzi. Gregorio Bertocco, Matthias Lund, Jakob Bezel, Ragnar Virus, Tim Holker... Silas Ritter rounding out the top 18. Sebastian Humpelhart takes victory in DD2 Masters in 19th, just ahead of Rudy Champion in 20th in the 544 from France and Estonia's Pritzai in the uh, 501 from Estonia. Roman Knutson in 22nd ahead of Maxim Derich, Leo Kirschenbauer, Mark Bartels, Nicolas Pico, Karl Klebot, Oliver Breitenbach, Dennis Thiem, Nicolas Mazinas. Marta Bussola and Jamie Smith from South Africa rounding out the 32 that finished with retirements on lap 17 uh, on, uh, for Florian Breitenbach in the 4.33 from Germany. Uh, the Netherlands' very own Jordi Collen in the 4.69 retiring on lap 7 with technical dramas and Daniel Oberheiter not even making it to the end of lap number 1. So for those listening on the stream back at home, thank you for joining us for part one of the coverage here of uh, round three, finals day for the Rotax Max Euro Trophy. I'll be back just before half past 12 this afternoon when we go into the last five races of the weekend. Until then, take care, stay safe, and see you very, very soon indeed. Thanks for listening.